Normally, Spiegel would have written a clever opening line, but there's no Spiegel today. This is only part of Bombers. Hello, and welcome to Part of Bombers. One part here is Maze Zyber, bomber number three. Another part is Dag, bomber number five. Hey, Zyber, I'm, I'm loving the energy today. I'm really excited. Is this what we get when Spiegel's not around to just over-energy both of us? Yes, we have to extrude all this energy that Spiegel oh. is usually doing, so we have to do it for him. Well, I feel just like, um, sp- I don't know, Spiegelated? Just full of Spiegels. Spiegel-tastic. Like... Bless you. Ah, that one's for you, Spiegel. Here's since you're you. not here, Since you're not here to do weird body things, I'll do it for you. Yes. Speaking of <laughs> weird body things, we've got some great things going on here that has absolutely nothing to do with body things. I don't know why I brought that up. Well, I was going to say, we just got you your new camera, so I'm enjoying these weird body things right now. Yes. Now we can definitely have all this visual. You can see me waving my hands around if you can actually see me. Oh, you know. Visual stuff. You know, Zyber, there, we have a tier on the Patreon. Do we? Called the Executive Bomb Deucer. For $100 a month, you can watch us record the episodes of Bombers. Yes, you, you can see my face now that I have a camera. The elusive doesn't actually exist Zyberface. Yeah. yeah you, I was you get I was on like, and it's just an actual mask or something. It's like, um, what's his name from Nier? From what? You know, they got the developer for the Nier games with the moon head. Oh, yeah. I can't remember that his thing, name. Which is like apparently a character in Nier Replicant, which you can now play on modern consoles. With updated graphics. Nier version point a bunch of numbers. I think it's like a third of pi or something. That's I can't that just means it's all of pi because pi is infinite. Any fraction of pi is I mean pi divided by three and then to like a one millionth decimal point. <laughs> uh so there is a cutoff there. Yeah. Um speak so <laughs> what? <laughs> so that was an introduction. Let's move on to Bombtastic News, where you get to hear me, Zyber, talk about news that's bombtastic. Uh, so if you want to listen to us, or rather, read us type out things in fun ways, you can join our Discord, link in the description below. Uh, on it, we have started the Game Club, which is starting, yeah, Woo-hoo! now. It is now May. So get on there, play the cosmic whatever game. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember what it was called. Cosmic Star Heroine. Heroine. It's Cosmic yeah. Star Heroine, I think. At least the first and third word are right. Cosmic whatever game. Which, if you're listening to this as we're recording it, it is on sale for $6 on the eShop. But unfortunately, you're listening to this after. So it's no longer on sale. Just imagine, Viber, if someone, if someone was giving us $100 a month, they could be saving money right now on this game. They could. They could be getting their Switch out right now as I'm talking. But they can't because they're not giving us $100. <laughs> really, it's how unfortunate for them. Yeah. It really is all I can think. What a missed opportunity. 
<laughs> also, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer in the podcast, you can answer. You can ask them either in the Discord, where there's a lovely questions server to your channel to put in, or you can email us at thisisbombers at gmail.com. Uh, or, for fun, you can also follow us on Twitch at thisisbombers, where I know... Soon after I'm speaking these words, Dake will be playing Pokemon Snap, but unfortunately, if this is your first time hearing this, then you you missed it. Hey, thanks for joining us, you know, three days ago. Yeah. Immediately after we finished this. And our release schedule is funny to me. <laughs> yeah. And then also later on, we'll plan on doing some more uh, randomizers. We had a lot of fun with Ocarina Time randomizer. We've ran that more twice that. and beaten more it about that once. later in the episode. Yeah. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter, where you can see announcements of when we're on Twitch or when our podcast episode is out. And finally, we need, we need, what? Yeah. We need to do more with Twitter at some point. I hate social media. <laughs> well, I do have a plan at some point, but it requires Metopia being out, so more Which, on that later. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> and finally, last but not least, we have Patreon, Patreon, Patronian. Where you can join our Patreon, Patreon at This Is Bombers and give us money and be a friend or best friend of the show or bomb deucer and see us live speaking these words. And now you and you would have known about the Pokemon Snap thing if you were not See how so many people are missing out on the opportunity to know so much about the bombers just because they won't give us a hundred dollars a month. I know, right? It's just so sad. Day, can you please? Uh, announce who our friends of the show are our lovely friends of the show thank you so much for supporting us Haley, chris no uh, crony what's his name yeah that's the one um himaru and best friends of the show rob and ann the only ones we really care about, which is why I remembered those names. And thank you, yeah. Anne, the most recent best friend of the show, to join us. Your money will be usefully used, like this camera I'm using. It was purchased with these Patreon dollars. Yep, that's that's just one of the many ways we're making things better. And you can tell already, the camera has reinvigorated Zyber, and, and he's got so much energy, all because I'm staring at him and judging him while we're doing this. Yes, I can no longer look at my phone or switch. Thank goodness. He'll just see me giggling at my lap. Oh dear. I just got a text message. Hey, we're recording a show. Go to the next segment. Go to the next segment. All right, fine. Uh, next segment is upcoming releases. So it looks like there is a big hit coming out this week, which is good because there's nothing else to talk about. Some like race car game. Who cares? But no, Resident <laughs> Evil Village, otherwise known as Resident Evil 8, comes out May 7th in a week. That's Friday. Yep. This comes on Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm not going to be buying on release because I'm saving my money for Metopia later in the month, but it, it looks amazing. I definitely want to get it. I want to run away from some tall ladies. <laughs> you know, run, run away. Run away. Yeah. Very successfully, right? Yeah. You know, if they had waited till August, they could have released Resident Evil 8 on Friday the 13th this year. Well, that's fine, because uh, I know it's two months late, but it was the 25th anniversary of the first Resident Evil in March. So, I think that's a pretty oh, I didn't cool know fact. That. Yeah. 
No, that was when we had our hiatus, or I would have known all about the anniversary of video games. Yes, back in uh, March 25 years ago was our hiatus. What? No, I'm talking about the Potent Notables segment where we talk about significant game releases in the past, such as the fact, did you know that in 2001, on May 7th, exactly, uh, wait, hold on, let me do the math. 20. Yeah, exactly 20, <laughs> let me do the math. What's 2021 minus 2001? So many zeros. Who knows? <laughs> in, uh, in, in 20 years ago, exactly 20 years before the release of Resident Evil 8, Mario Party 3 came out. On the N64. On the Nintendo 64. Cyber, do you like the Mario Party series? Yes and no. That seems like a reasonable response. I'm not sure if I played Mario Party 3. I think 2 was the one I usually played for that console. I feel like 2 is the one that most people really liked on the 64. Was, that's the one I, I hear about a lot. Was 4 on the GameCube? Didn't they? How many did they have on the game? Because they had a, up to 7, right? Oh, I don't They're They're on 9 now, aren't they? Yeah, but... Wait, yeah. I don't know. I know 8, I eight was... Was 8 on the Wii U or the Wii? No, 8 was the first Wii one, right? Maybe. I they have, they have, I know Mario Party's like I think Mario Party's 1 through 4 were on, we could look this up. We could be looking it up we right. We could, now. but what is what kind of journalism is that looking up answers as we're instead of just being confused about them as we're going? I I believe Mario Party 1 through 4 was N64. Mario Party 5 and 6 were GameCube, I think. So 7 is GameCube because 8 was the first Mario Party Wii. Okay. Which means 9 was on the Wii U? Or was 9 also on the Wii? 9 was also on the Wii. That's the first one that they had the terrible car. Which Mario Party are we on? Because the one that just got the... Because they just did the online uh, release for that. Wasn't for it just like called Super Mario Party? Not yeah, really. Super Mario Party. Which not even numbered. It's lazy. They, lazy Nintendo. They gave up on that. I would say that they just don't care about the number 9, but they did do Mario Party 9, so they actually skipped 10. Weird. Huh, interesting. Anyways, yeah, Mario oh. Party 3 came out 20 years yeah. ago. I don't I don't week. like them. I don't like Mario Party games. It I I Never enjoyed, enjoyed them. I enjoyed the older ones. It's just the board game part of it is boring. Like I get it's like a um it's an excuse to play mini games, but why can't I just play mini games then because that's also really boring as you can tell from the 3ds mario party game that only had mini games in it i don't know i'm i just never have cared about the mario party series the only mario party game that i like is fortune street that's it that's the end of the statement segment's over uh next next segment fortune street is better than mario party go all right, next segment is the weekly bomb where we talk about something that's happened the past week that was a bomb, dub bomb, whatever, drop the bomb. I don't know. We, we, we're we very loosey-goosey with our definition of this segment, so just yes. roll with it. So anyways, uh, there was another state of the play from uh, Sony this past week. I don't really know what all they had on it. All I know is that they included more stuff about the new Ratchet and Clank game coming on the PS5, which I am just pumped for. Like, that is one of the games that I'm just like, I need a PS5. I really need this PS5 to play it. Where, where's the PS5? I mean, the game thankfully isn't out yet. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank will forever be the bomb. 
or whatever it is that we put in there. Because they've definitely had a lot of weapons that are just literally a bomb shooting out and exploding. That tracks. I, uh, not having really been super big into Sony consoles in the past, I've never really sunk my teeth into Ratchet and Clank. Um, also being not exactly the world's biggest fan of, you know, 3D platformers. Um, so sell, sell me on Ratchet and Clank, Zyber, because I know you obviously love it. So it's basically an action game that includes platforming, which is basically what 3D platformers evolved into. So it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of chaos, a lot of fun weapons to use. Because I know, like, there's been games where I'm like, look at our fun weapons. And then they're just, they're just guns. I mean, unfortunately, Borderlands has the issue, actually. But then there's Ratchet and Clank where it's all like, look at these fun guns. And they are actually fun guns. There was a, that, that, that series was like the progenitor of that short-lived, here's guns that do weird things. Uh-huh. Because th- that's um, exactly how they advertise themselves. They had commercials. I was just them testing out these different kinds of guns. Like there was the like Chickenator or whatever. Yeah. Which like I love those kinds of guns the most. The ones that just transform enemies into animals and don't require ammo. Yeah. And way more fun to have that. Good. Like, as you said, Borderlands is cool and all. And it has a lot of guns that do interesting things. But interesting things within the generalized conception of this gun. Yeah. It's still it's still generally shoot bullet, even if bullet is laser or whatever, or bullet is bullet that shoots more bullets. Like, which, yes, cool. you, you eventually get a gun that can shoot out unicorns that explode, but, like, you really have to find it in late game. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It is awesome. But I'm talking Whereas about Borderlands. Ratchet and Clank, they just get those kind of guns Almost instantly. That's, 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 that's your starting weapon, is the Unicorn Exploder Launcher. That's just how you spawn into the game. It gets weirder from there. Yeah. So, like, uh, my dad's friend had the first Ratchet and Clank game, and for over a reason, my dad's all like, hey, I should borrow this so that my son can play it. And so that's how I got into the series. <laughs> nice. And my favorite gun for that one was one that... Uh, it was like the suck cannon. You could suck up either really small enemies or boxes and then shoot them at other enemies. T- tell me more about your suck cannon, Zyber. Oh, you know. You'll want to know all about my suck cannon. <laughs> yeah, oh, gross. <laughs> it really blows. Wait, that's the opposite. So yeah, that is the bomb and forever will be the bomb. What's up next, Dag? Uh, next, let's talk about some interesting Discord stuff. The Album of the Week Club. Uh, this week's album was provided by member Jank Spanky. Thank you for your participation and this amazing album. Liquid Tension Experiment 2 by group... I, I think it was just... Li- isn't it Liquid Tension Experiment is also the group? Is that the yeah, I'm not one hundred percent sure on how this this functions. It's um what do you say? A series of jam sessions with the band members of Dream Theater. Dream Theater. Hmm, um, so it's it's like it was uh like jam metal. Like nice, like heavy but you know. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been on a um a little bit of a Doom soundtrack kick. So then when I started listening to this and it was sort of like scratching that same itch of that that heavier 
music while also going off into like the experimental jam stuff and sort of like exploring because doom is it's very like uh composed the music's super good but there's 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 a different quality between well composed and just a a jam in, yeah yeah a jam people that know music theory and know their instruments and are, are just jamming because don't get me wrong mick gordon's amazing i do feel a bit bad uh i clicked on the youtube link jinx Banky provided i didn't realize that it was just for the first song and not a playlist and so i just had it automatically playing on and it started playing songs from the third album which just re- released recently actually oh uh so i'm just like man i'm really loving this and it got to like the rousey of blue which i highly recommend their version of it's really great and i'm mentioning this in the discord and they're like oh look zyra's already listening to the third album i go oh oh so so then i found it on spotify and started playing the second album on there i'm just like oh i mean it's still good but yeah i mean i i loved it i they they had that good jam band thing where they had like the nice heavy songs but they interspersed it with a little bit more of the like slower melodic atmospheric pieces which were really good for pacing yeah of of the whole experience but uh, it's so the third album came out like recently and then the second album actually came out in 1999 22 years ago so i kind of had to keep that in mind so like this is still really good for being 22 years old yeah with as much as i'm sure that they have gotten you know better with their instruments and everything in 22 years yeah i definitely am gonna have to check out that third album based off of listening to this because it was really good and as you said rhapsody in blue like yeah i i'm gonna listen to a metal version of rhapsody in blue are you kidding yeah it's it's really great so uh i loved this album i think that jake spakey gave a really good recommendation uh that's gonna be a two thumbs up from me on that one i i give it a thumb and a half oh well because it's thumb, not the third one thumb and a half. <laughs> thumb and a half. <laughs> if you were if you were paying us a hundred dollars a month you'd be able to see us attempting to do a thumb and a half right now <laughs> now you'll never know what that looks like all right yeah so that was the um <laughs> of the week uh who knows what the next one is i guess you'll just have to Join the Discord, or wait until next week when we talk about it. Well, hopefully it'll... Well, I was going to say, hopefully we'll actually get our album pick the day that this episode is live, but you have to join the Discord to see that, so you're right, Cyber. I mean, we everyone knows already they have the whole schedule of the year, so... Yeah, which um, next up is Serp Scraper, so that should be good. Because he, he, they, they, I don't know. Uh, Serp Scraper is currently running the Album of the Week Club, so I'm very excited to see their pick. Yeah, they're probably going to, like, destroy us somehow. Probably. So I think uh, I think it is time to get to the bread and butter of the bombers here. I do like butter. And I do like bread. If I could eat it for every meal, I would. Is it fat? Why would I get fat? Bread makes you fat. What? <laughs> bread makes you fat? <laughs> anyway, uh, bread and butter of the bombers. That is the Legend of Zelda games. But specifically, we're going to be talking about the Ocarina of Time randomizer that Dag and I have been playing. And for the second one, we had Nelfane friend 
but not friend of the show. <laughs> one of one of our one of our eleven fans. One of our fans, yes. Uh, he joined us in the next one, so we had three people, which was a lot of fun. Yep, and um, we can open that up. Is, is there even an upper limit on how many people can join a game? I feel like it's four, but I feel like I've seen people stream with more people, so I guess we could always just be like, hey, keep joining us until you can't. <laughs> Join up until it breaks. Last person in l- loses, I guess. Yeah, It might be like a limit of four for if you're doing the, like, everyone's in their own world kind of thing, but we're not doing that. No, we're doing straight up actual multiplayer we can see each other type silliness. Yes. And I got to tell you, it has been just a blast. It really has been. It's like, it's it's great testing out all the different skins and being like, oh, hey, Zyber's Billy Hatcher today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then he evolved into Roxas from Kingdom Hearts. So crazy. I, I like that with randomizers, it like reinvigorates a game that I pretty much have memorized except for the grottos because you know i'm not a speedrunner and i don't need that crap well unfortunately you do now <laughs> but yeah well that's the thing is that now i do it's reinvigorating that like it's it's giving new life to an old game those randomizers yeah. Sp- specifically the like zelda and metroidvania type stuff where like item order because i know you played a kingdom hearts 2 randomizer which seems weird to me with that being more of an action rpg with the item unlocks not not like gating progression as much. Yeah, and as that it one, it's more of just, uh, am I going to get a cool ability or weapon that will allow me to more easily defeat the enemies <laughs> to keep passing, yeah. Yeah. So would you say that you like the Zelda randomizers more? Are they different enough that it's hard to compare them? Like, what's your, what's your take on the randomizer environment between different game styles and different genres so i'd say that i definitely had a lot of fun playing the king hearts 2 randomizer just because like you know it's it was a fresh experience similar to your theme of ocarina of time but i think that i got stale a lot sooner than the ocarina of time randomizer for me mostly because the king hearts like well i can always just keep going at some point even if it's just from leveling to get stronger but for ocarina of time it's I'm stuck. I have no idea where to look now to get the one <laughs> item I need to get to the freaking next dungeon. Which we ran into a fair bit there. With I think it was specifically the mirror shield was, was tripping us up. And we didn't get magic. Magic was the last thing we unlocked. So that was annoying. Yes, but we got the boomerang early on. And so that was like a being able to get the first three dungeons done really early. Which is really nice. Which, nice, yeah. And it, it's it's it is interesting, like with these randomizers, how it's so switches up what you can access when, and really like breaks the overall flow. Uh-huh. So you kind of have to like know the game pretty well. Like, okay, if I have this item, I can do this and this, but not that, or I can get to this point and need to find this item. And you have to keep track of so many different things, you know, additional to what you normally would track in a normal playthrough. Did you? Lights just turn off. I messed with the main camera a little bit because it was too bright. Oh, okay. Uh, so for people that don't understand what we're talking about with uh, randomizer, basically, oh, good point. <laughs> basically, what that means is that all the chests, all the item key items found in the world are all randomized. So, like, uh, 
for instance, the very first thing you're supposed to do when you play the game is go buy a shield and go find a sword in a very specific chest. Well, that sword might not be in that chest. Technically, it could be in that chest because of RNG, but most likely it could be found in a different chest. It could be found in a secret grotto in the Lost Woods, buy it from a Deku scrub, anything. But uh, it, you can find it, though, somewhere in there if you have the correct settings like we did because we made it where we still start as a child in Kakariga Forest so we still need to go through the first dungeon to continue on and so it's yeah. that kind of thing where eventually when it opens up more like mirror shield that we need for one of the last dungeons it could be anywhere yeah <clears throat> and that that is a good thing to point out is the different codes that they have written up to randomize where these items are placed you can play with or without logic and logic is basically just a way of saying hey this item is not going to be in a chest that you need this item to get that chest yeah. you're not going to to negate yourself from progressing there are there are logic checks in place where hey you need the sword and shield as zyber was saying you need that sword and shield to get in you're guaranteed to find it in this area bef in order to leave the area with these items yeah you can turn that you can off if you can turn that off but why would you it sounds miserable i mean if you want to do the glitches and stuff to get past areas feel free but we're we, we don't really know the glitches and don't feel like doing them yeah well, what i think god what i think would be fun is like there are additional things that you can randomize like randomizing the sound cues so that instead of like banana it'll play a Pona's song or zelda's lullaby or literally any other sound cue. Like, that kind of chaos we might have to put into the next that, run that we do. <laughs> that could be a lot of fun, because that's basically what the Sonic Ad Adventure 2 randomizer is like. Because, you know, what do you randomize about that? Well, it turns out you randomize what people say, the sound effects, and what uh, level with what character you do. And huh. So that's something that my uh, fiance Haley is really enjoying playing yeah because didn't you say that it is possible to also randomize like the the exits so like if you go through a door instead of entering the fire temple suddenly you'll find yourself in the water temple or something silly like that yeah i've done that before actually i think it was before the like the chest kind of randomizer was popular though so that wasn't included thankfully <laughs> but yeah it's like you, you just keep it's like a maze, basically. You're all like, all right, what door have I not gone to? And it's like, oh, you end up finally circling around back to a place you've been to before. Okay, what what doors did I use and such? That sounds way too confusing. The chest one makes way more sense It does. It's like, basically, yeah. the thing to do with that door randomizer one is what door leads to the pig gen fight. Uh, when, yeah. I, when I played it, I found, like, two different doors that went to two different sections of the tower collapsing. I'm just like, man, I'm so close. But not really close at all. <laughs> yeah, because who knows where it actually is. That sounds that sounds like too much. That's too much for me. I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I do really enjoy how we have it set where the songs you learn, they're only randomized through the different learning of song locations. You can have it set to like you can find them in chests or where heart pieces are, but I'm just like, yeah, I kind of like how like, oh, we can get to the forest temple. Now we know we're going to learn a new song. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a, a consistent logic behind, yes, songs are random within songs. Items are random within items. Like, it makes sense to my brain Yeah, that way. So could you imagine having to actually search for grottos and stuff to find the 
Song of Time to become an adult. Uh, could you imagine randomizing in the Skulltula tokens and having to actually hunt down all of the Skulltulas because and instead of a token, you could get the Song of Time from one of them? I mean, we got pretty good that we got half them from the last session, even though we only uh, thought we needed 20. We did end up needing thirty, but yeah, did well, we, we get got 50? a hard piece. I'm pretty sure we got fifty. We just wow. didn't. We didn't get the ice trap though, because we knew that's what the fiftieth was going to unlock. Yeah, and that's a nice thing as well is that they have also coded into it that the Sheikah stones, instead of giving you whatever random world building hint they gave in the real game, they give you hints over where items are located. Yeah, and then back to the skull to us. So there is actually an option you can turn on where the the ones inside the dungeons are included in the randomizers. And that could be interesting because besides the, um, what's the second dungeon? The Dongo's Cavern. The Dongo? Yeah, that's the only one where you can't get all the Skulltula tokens easily. I think you have to come back as an adult. But everyone else, all the other dungeons, it's really easy to get the tokens. So it's just another one of those, you know, it's good to go into dungeons and collect everything kind of thing. Yeah. So, another randomizer that I played, which is kind of similar to Ocarina of Times, is uh, Link to the Past randomizer. Uh, right. You you saw me stream that, and it took six hours when I said it was going to take, like, three. Well, the randomizer makes... Oh, that's an interesting thing. It took us about six hours to do Ocarina with the three of us, and it took you by yourself to do six hours to do Link to the Past. Yes. Although it would have taken a lot less time, it's just that... I didn't realize that the medallions used to unlock the dungeons in Link to the Past, I didn't realize that which medallion to use for which dungeon was randomized. So I was like, oh, I need this specific medallion to open up Turtle Rock, and I don't have it. Well, it turns out, no, actually, it wasn't that medallion. It was one I already had. <laughs> so so that, that definitely caused me to waste time. Well, yeah, that's crazy. How well, was that a setting that you clicked? Like, how would you know that? I really don't know, because it's not as um, obvious the settings are like Ocarina of Times is. And I feel like I used it. That's right. I used a different randomizer than the first time I did A Link to the Past randomizer. So, yeah, I just had a bunch of different settings that I was used to. That was a lot of fun, I mean, though, because that's a game where I basically know where all the chests are. It's not like Ocarina of Time with the hidden holes that... You either need a bomb or the song of, not song of time, the song of storms song of to storms. find. Yeah, it's like it's very obvious where caves are because there's explodable walls that you can see and such. Yeah, and you just know that game so very very well. I do. Anyway, so <laughs> I did see there there was a multiplayer version of the Link to the Past. But it didn't look as good because what they did was that for each person playing, they made the boss monster stronger and have more health. Oh, yeah. I'm so just you, like you like have to fight the bosses together. Yeah, because it, uh, if you hit the boss at the same time, it does like a multiplied damage. So th that they sounds want too you. complicated. Yeah, I'm just like I'd rather we just all go to the different dungeons we can at the same time and <laughs> get it done as fast as possible. Yeah, I well considering when we were playing it. Uh, together um on the ocarina of time multiplayer you each are instanced basically 
despite the fact that you can see each other, all of the enemies are only on your specific game, on your screen. Yeah, so, like, if you're in a room where you need to kill enemies, only one person actually has to kill them all for the door to unlock. But if you're in a boss room, and <laughs> with multiple of your pe people playing that boss, well, if one person kills the boss, they can leave, but everyone else still needs to finish their boss. Yeah, we experienced both of those, because I walked into the Twin Rova fight with Nell, and then... Nell beat it, and I was stuck there for another seven minutes or waiting for the RNG of the fire and ice. Yes, and while you guys were doing that, I was just sitting in front of Ganon's tower waiting for the Rainbow Bridge to appear. Yep, and then in Ganon's tower, we were running through you and I together, <laughs> and you would kill the enemies in the door to unlock, and I'd be like, okay, see ya. Yeah, I... <laughs> You're just like, uh, oh, good luck going through this. I go, luck, I don't need luck. I'm already through it. <laughs> yeah. I love having the big round sword. It's always fun. It's true. I completely forgot to use it through most of that game. And <laughs> that's your issue. That was my fault. Uh, it was really fun, though, and I, I do want to probably do more, and I think it would be cool to do uh, Majora's Mask randomizer as well, because you know, throwing the masks in there, like there's a lot of items to collect in Majora's Mask. Yeah, honestly, I actually need to check if there... I mean, there's, there's gotta be a Majora's Mask randomizer. It definitely has the online option because the emulator we're using has that as one of the codes. So we just need to go look for a, a randomizer uh, thing then. To, to, to randomize the actual... Yeah. Game. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. I definitely, I definitely want to play Majora's Mask with multiple people. I think it'd be great seeing how if we can actually get things more quickly without uh, hindering other people. Yeah, because I'm, I am wondering how we will affect each other if, like, someone, you know, stops the the, the thief Sakan. Yeah, does that mess up someone else who was trying to go for that? It, uh, it most likely would be like, why why am I not able to get the the wedding mask or whatever? Oh, because I stopped the thief. Why did you do that? That was two days I, ago. That's what I was working on. That <laughs> we didn't need uh, to stop the thief. We did that the first day. Why would you do that another day? Well, and I'm also curious, like how the th in multiplayer, how does the three day cycle work? Like if one person goes back in time. Is it, does it drag everybody back to day one or is it separate? Because I know in Ocarina, when we were doing it, time advanced for each of us separately. So we could be in Hyrule Field and it'd be night for you and day for me. Yeah, that's a good question because uh, day, well, day and night only changes when you're outside of, you know, specific villages Towns or whatever. And stuff. So in Majora's Mask, it's constantly going. The only difference would be if you played a song to slow down time or skip ahead. Or go back in time. So that, yeah, how does that work for multiple people? So that probably is something that you could probably code to affect everyone in the game. I would, I would hopefully hope so, because otherwise it'd be really lame if just uh, someone's on the third day, another person's on the first, and etc. Well, yeah, and then what happens if like one person's on day one, running around Clock Town, and the last person's on day three, like? All right, here comes the moon. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, what if you do something in the first day that triggers something in the second day, and the person's just in the second day waiting for it to happen? That that's just is weird. Yeah. How does that function? Yeah. So I I imagine they gotta have you at the exact same time frame, no matter what. 
I guess we'll just have to find out. Yeah, there I can see it going either way based off of how those save files and everything work and and system clock time, etc. Yeah, so uh, anyone anyone listening to us ramble about randomizers, uh, is there any other randomizers that you know about or have played that you know is fun or that you just want to see us do uh, yeah. you know go ahead and to us. join discord you know, talk about it email us whatever yeah. tweet us yeah. there are many ways to contact us and you should do that and let us know what you want to see because yeah we are up for it for sure it is fun i do know since the kim hearts games came on the pc people have been working on a randomizer for the first game which really sounds weird to me because like the second game had all those chests and like abilities and stuff the first game most of the chests were full of puppies <laughs> so oh the dalmatians my yeah goodness. and like i don't know even if you're able to like go to any of the worlds at the start it, I, it's, I don't know i'd i want to try it out if I ever get it to work but it just doesn't sound as entertaining what if they put the items that are the abilities and whatnot that you unlock from like leveling up and stuff into there so they so do that like, that's what they did at the second one well you hit level seven and you unlocked uh puppies yeah that's, that's what it is, <laughs> but yeah like most all, almost all the chests had puppies or gummy blocks which gummy blocks would be completely pointless they got rid of the gummy ship stuff for the second game's randomizer yeah because that Seems like such a bad time waste for a randomizer. <laughs> Especially for the first game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, this just reminds me of whenever they do the games done quick of Kingdom Hearts, they have people singing Disney songs while during the gummy ship section to keep well, people entertained. It's really boring uh, rail shooter sections. I mean, it's, at least it's not like Sonic Adventure where you literally just go in the t- bomb right corner or whatever and go eat a sandwich. You're... You're right. <laughs> you can't do that in Kingdom Hearts yet. They haven't found the exact right position yeah. yet. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Gummy ship. I liked the gummy ship. I, 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 I don't know why. I, at the time, at least, the first time I played Kingdom Hearts, you know, back in the mid-2000s or whenever it was. Yeah, early 2000s. Depending yeah. on when you played it. I enjoyed it. Uh, weirdly enough, and um, I, don't, I I I can't really defend that opinion other than to say that it was something that happened. I mean, I thought it was fun too. I was just confused as to why they kept giving me a ton of gummy blocks. I'm just like, I'm not gonna make my own ship. That's that's too much. Oh, I totally made my own ship. <laughs> I mean, I also liked playing <laughs> Ratchet or uh, Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Oh, um. So oh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was just gummy no. ships. <laughs> That's just gummy ship on crack. So, well, that made a fun sound wave. <laughs> it, yeah, that sounded awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm not creative enough. It's like speaking of creativeness, uh, Metopia demo came out this past week. And it is crazy seeing all the memes people are making. I've already gotten like a really great Robotnik and Sonic one. Nice. And Aerith can watch her die or something. I'm just I'm just glad that I can just find these random memes. I don't need to make them myself. Because you can't make them yourself. Oh, I I definitely can't. No. 
It's so bad. Like, they got, like, a... Compared to the 3DS version, they have a makeup and wig option now, and it's the makeup that they can just, like, do a pixel art, basically, but really, uh, a, there's a ton of pixels on it, so, it, yeah, it you can have... Resolution is... Yeah, the resolution aside, that's the word I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how, like, people can get Sonic to actually look like Sonic, or uh, I've seen one that's, like, a, a Fortnite uh, V-card or whatever... I uh, have not downloaded the demo, but I've seen some of the screenshots of things that people have made, and they're, like, absurdly detailed. Uh, I mean, I've seen people that have, like, almost 500 Miis, which is the max you can have in the game, and they haven't even actually started the game. They're just making and collecting Miis. Well, why not? Yeah, this I, I really hope that Nintendo brings back Mii-related stuff. Bring back freaking Mii versus Nintendo. You know we all loved it. You remember, um, th- th- whoever it was, that one person that found out that all of the NPCs from Breath of the Wild are all built on the Mii Yeah, <laughs> and so they started making Breath of the Wild characters from Mii's. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that looked like, can you imagine now if they're able to feed in their Miitopia Mii's into that Breath of the Wild maker and start... Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, unfortunately, I don't think you can because, like, it's a separate system than just the regular me thing. Yeah, I have a valid point. It's like, uh, thankfully, I was able to bring my friends in because they made Mii's for Smash Bros, and so I just took those and put them in Miitopia. Stole them? <laughs> hey, well, they made now, them on my consoles. Now, what if... Hear me out. What if they use the Miitopia Me system to build all of the NPCs for Breath of the Wild 2? That would be extremely scary. Right? Yeah. I mean, what if they did it, though? Get slightly more detailed <laughs> Breath of the Wild NPCs. We added a under. We added a underworld, and this is why all these characters belong in the underworld. <laughs> I mean, just look at them. Look at them. You, you, you look at him, and you tell me if God exists. He's ugly. Look at him. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish Nintendo would lean into that kind of fan created content a little bit harder. I mean, that kind of stuff was cool, like with the um, what was it, the Mean Network or whatever, where people would draw things and all of those messages would Mavers? pop up and. Yeah, Miiverse, that was the thing. I yeah, that was a lot of fun. It, I mean, it was, uh, it's, it was, it was, it was so was... sad playing Mario 3D World and not seeing the Miiverse posts uh, before and after each level. Yeah, and that kind of stuff, like, I get it, because, I mean, it was both neat, but also entirely pointless, and nobody cared. Oh, everyone Until cared. it was gone, and then everyone was it. like, oh. It was great. Like, I, I, oh, we the fact the the Miiverse was was tied up in the Wii U like pretty heavily. It was which, on the 3DS too. Eventually, yeah, they eventually, but it was never really part of the core 3DS experience as much as like Street Pass tagging. But it basically like became that though. Like there, it it was just an extension of the Mii stuff that the 3DS was just 
completely full of. Like, there was way more stuff to do with Miis on the 3DS and the Wii U. So it was more of like, a, well, it's about time Miiverse is finally on here instead of, uh, oh, hey, they tacked it on. Yeah, I don't know. It, for me, at least, I always associate the Miiverse more with the Wii U than the 3DS. I don't know why. That's just... Because, because it was it heavily so advertised late. on Miiverse and it took way too long to be on the 3DS. Yeah. Right. Heavily advertised on the Wii U, not Miiverse. Right. And, um... Even even with its like actual like integration into the Wii U from the onset, it still kind of felt kind of tacked on and there was no real you know, like underlying purpose to it other than here's a cool little social thing. To me, in my opinion. That was how I experienced it. You know, Dave, you used to roleplay on Zelda forums. Yeah, what's your point? I I don't know. I don't know why I brought that up. Yeah, I was like, what, what are you going for here? <laughs> no, there, there's, there's some funny role-playing stuff on the Miiverse, too. The only biggest issue is that there was very much a ton of kids and also very much a ton of adults purposely trying to interact with kids. So I do understand why Nintendo would be all like, maybe we shouldn't have this. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's problematic. Yeah, it's like they got rid of Flipnote Studios, or no, yes, no, yeah, whatever um, that thing is called. Was it, it became Flipnote? Flipnote. It was originally, it was like, um... Me Note? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, but the, the, I know what you're talking about. So yeah, Miitopia, definitely at least get the demo and try it out. Uh, the demo, gameplay-wise, only has a very, very small section of the game, but it's, it's a demo, so... I greatly enjoyed it. I can't wait for it to come out on the 21st of May so I can play more of it. I'm I mean, the fact that it comes with the full me building suite in the demo yeah. is like, that's why people care about that game anyway, so they did that correctly. Yeah, that's true. They also added the horse, which was new. What? Yeah, there's a horse now that joins your party. <laughs> of course... I got it a right horse... before the demo ends, though, so I don't know what the horse does. <laughs> a horse me? No, it's just straight up horse. <laughs> like a realistic horse? It can be. Or it can be a completely unrealistic. It had a bunch of uh, options as well. Can it be a unicorn that explodes when I shoot it out of a gun? It can be a unicorn, at least. I, I like, I'm, I'm not buying in unless I get the whole package here. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think there's a gun me. Me gun. Well, there's a me gunner if you play in Smash Brothers. Yeah, but that's a bit too violent for Miitopia. Instead, they have a uh, chef. That's that's what my character is. Jeez. Oh, I also have Batman being a knight. The Dark Knight, even. Yeah. The only issue is that there's not very good black knight outfits. Hmm. You'd think that would be like a common trope, what with Arthurian legend and the Black Knight. I can't remember what all classes there are, so maybe there's eventually a... I think there's a vampire. I guess that'd be more Dark Knight looking, but... <laughs> yeah, ba Batman the Vampire. I think I've read that comic. Yeah. And then Haley, my fiance, is the healing class. And then another friend is a thief, which is pretty great. I'm definitely going to need to make a party of us at some point. And then I can just the, the, take the, pictures the of us interacting. Because that's, that's one of the best parts is the interactions. Like, you can stay in hotel rooms and raise your bonds, which makes them interact with each other more in battles and out of battles. 
I heard buns instead of bonds, and I was buns. like, whoa, what is this rated? Interact with my buns. Let's go get a hotel together, and we can interact with our buns. Exactly. Yeah? You want to raise your buns with me in that hotel room, Cyber? No, I want to yeah. lower them. Uh, too far. Uh, let's talk about something else now. Oh. <laughs> All right. So what have you been doing lately, Dag? Uh, well, Zyber, I was on that sale, uh, that's currently going on that now the people listening to this are too late for, and, uh, a lot of the Picross games were part of that sale. Oh, yeah? So I bought more Picross, and, uh, I guess that's just gonna be my life for a while now, because I can I get obsessively addicted to Picross games. Because they just released number six recently, is that right? Yeah, I think it's six. Or six or seven. I don't know, I downloaded it. I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Um, I had been, like, sort of, like, slapdashing my way through the series, because I was just buying the ones that were on sale. Mm. I never got, I mean, I finished the first one, but I never got any of the ones after that. I still remember there was like a point last year or maybe two years ago where a Sonic Picross was announced and nothing ever oh. happened. Yeah, there are a lot of different like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Franchise Picross? I don't know. Yeah. Licensed Picross, I guess. It's like a, they had crappy Mario Picross on the <laughs> Super Nintendo. Uh, one of my favorite ones was the... Twilight Princess Picross that oh, I loved that one. I guess it originally it was, came out on the DS or something, but then they had it as a club then or my Nintendo. Was, I think it was only a was it Club Nintendo, My Nintendo? Which one was the original one? I don't remember. <laughs> but I think it was only a release on Club like it was exclusive to Club Nintendo Rewards. Yeah. Because I definitely got that too, and that one was pretty good. Yeah. I liked that one. And then they had the Pokemon one, which was super annoying and how much it wanted me to give it money to keep playing. I ended up actually dropping the like five or six dollars that it cost to get the infinite play because I was like, eh. Oh, it was like about how much I would pay for a Picross game anyway. I think it was like twenty bucks total to do that because that's what I did too. Oh, well, I don't know. I just remember being like, well, I mean, it's a video game and I'm playing it and it's Nintendo, so I guess they can have my money. Yeah, but that one was just so much fun. Yeah, I agree. Anyone that's never played Picross game, you should totally go play a Picross game. I get them Absolutely. on my phone every now and then too. Nah, I'm I'm a Switch only kind of. Well, I I still think it was the best on the 3DS. Uh yeah, uh, the 3DS ones were were fine. Were were good. It was really nice just, just uh, moving the analog stick up or down for X's or fill-ins, and then using the stylus. It, Holding the DS while also holding the stylist eventually makes my arms sort of like, it makes my wrists kind of sore. Well, it sounds like you need to do it more often then. Nah. Get those wrist muscles up. See, the problem is I use my wrist muscles too much with my job. Got myself tendinitis. Nope, just just need to use them more. Clearly that's the, the answer. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get on that. I'll let you know how that works. All right. You also try uh, using your back muscles, but I don't know how well that would work. I don't have those. Yep. <laughs> well, that's really sad to hear. Well, you know. Um, Zyber, did you watch any of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, I watched all of it. 
Yeah, me too. They just finished up uh, last week. Yeah. The, it was it was fine. Yeah, it's kind of weird being like, uh, oh, it's Friday night and there's no new Marvel show to watch. Because, yeah, the next one's uh, Loki, isn't it, coming out in May? Yeah, there's Loki. And then is there a, like, what if? Is that a separate thing from Loki? I don't... It, I, I think it is a separate thing, but I don't remember when any of that's supposed to be happening. Because Loki's the next big one, which is... Something about time traveling or something. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, I can't tell if it's only time traveling or if it's dimension hopping or if he's just always in his dimension. Because, you know, it's the separate multiverse than the movie's multiverse. Because yeah. they're going off of um, his Tesseract escape during the back-in-time section of Endgame. Yeah, so it'll be definitely interesting because, like, this is a Loki that we're not we don't really know much about similar to the thanos and endgame being completely different than the thanos and the infinity war yeah yeah because it's like the same character but it's he's been rolled back in a lot of his character development which is a shame because what a well oh yeah it was a huge shame (laughs) yeah they did a lot with that character but I'm, i'm happy to still be seeing more of tom hiddleston in that role so i'm fine with it but um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, though, was fine. It was it was an action series, you know, like a action thriller type of thing. Like they did the they did the common thing they always do, where they're like, "Let's set up a sympathetic villain, but we can't let people get too sympathetic because they are the villain." Yeah, I mean, I I really feel like they tried really hard to actually want us to be sympathetic and for it to be for good reason, especially, I mean, in the end, they're all like even just, uh, hey, these guys are sympathetic villains. Stop treating them like trash. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, uh, well, okay, but you need to actually give me a reason as to why I care for what they're doing. And turns out yeah. they didn't. <laughs> They, they were they were a little bit wishy-washy on the villain motivation, which apparently there had to be some rewrites because of, you know, world situations is what uh, I was reading in some articles. Yeah. Uh, which is understandable, but they were real wishy-washy on the motivations. Like, they were trying to help people, but also they were murdering people because they still had to be bad guys because... You have to exist in a world where you can't have too gray of a, a morality when it comes to these movies and stuff. And it just felt like they didn't know what to do with them. Like, they even... So, the main villain of the group, Carly, she's all like, uh, Oh yeah, I blew up this place full of people because we gotta show them we, we actually are serious. And, like, she's turning the others in her group away from her. It's like, oh, is that gonna do anything? No, they don't do anything really, with that. No. They did nothing with that. Even in the last episode, like, people are just questioning if they really want to follow through with, with her, and then they go do it anyway. Yeah, it was... It's like, what? why are you doing this? Not going to get into to too many details of how it ended, just because it did just end last week, and there might be people that were waiting to binge the whole series at once, so I don't want to yes. spoil it for those people, it's but... Like, wow, bombers are talking about the show, I didn't expect that, now I'm spoiled. <laughs> Oh no! What have I done? Imagine Spie- if you were paying. Spiegel's not here to stop us. <laughs> Imagine if you were paying hundred bucks a month and listening to us say it right now. Well, yeah, well, you'd be you'd be stuck. You wouldn't even get to the editing on the other side because we definitely actually edit this and change. Content. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> I didn't actually wink though. 
Well, no, they won't know because they don't give us a hundred bucks a month to come uh, watch. No, they don't. So yeah, it was a good show though, and in general, uh, disappointing with uh, what they were able to give us based on situations. But yeah, I'm still looking forward to more stuff though. I I really didn't think that I was gonna be into the mcu stuff after endgame but then like hey here's some shows to get you interested i'm like oh yeah i'm interested yeah they managed to keep me yeah i'll give them that you know what i am really excited for actually spider-man oh well kind of but may 4th star wars bad batch coming out on disney (laughs) plus I just think that's a terrible name. Oh, come on. I think it's great. <laughs> you were the only person that saw it as Batch when you posted it to us. Well, I think that makes it funnier. No, I'm I'm super pumped for that. I mean, Clone Wars was amazing. I am i haven't finished my Rebels uh, watch through yet, but it's still f- fine. It's fun. Um, so I, I really, with as good as Mandalorian had been going... And the fact that they have Filoni, Dave Filoni, in charge of Bad Batch, I'm I'm very excited and looking forward to that show. I'm happy you're excited. Thanks. I honestly don't like Star Wars. Well, I am no longer happy. I love how people assume that I am a, like a huge Star Wars fan. I'm just like, no. I don't know that I would say that I assumed that you were a huge Star Wars fan. I just kind of... I thought that you would have appreciation for nerd things. You don't have to be a huge fan. I just thought you'd... I'm not saying specifically you assume it. I'm just saying that there's a lot of people that just for some reason assume I do. Frankly, I'm surprised and offended that you're not a huge Star Wars fan. Well, curse you too. (laughs) Curse you. (laughs) For not liking Mother. Oh, (laughs) fair enough. No, I mean, I, I greatly enjoy the concept of Star Wars, the lore and such but I think all of the movies are bad. The original trilogy is not bad. Maybe not when they were made, but... Well, nothing's good if you wait long enough. Mm, I don't know. Wind Wick is pretty good. 